So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? I'm CT. I'm your other host. I'm Solo. We haven't changed. Have we, though? It's a new year, new me. I've Maybe been con all all my stuff. I haven't. <laughs> I'm, 2019 is going to be my year, at least until, like, two months before episode nine, because then I'm just going to be a shell of a husk <laughs> of a person. It's not going to be good. You're just like, I got to get it together now, because at the end. Before The Last Jedi, I don't think I ate... Well, so we handle nerves in very different ways because you eat. I overeat. And then I don't eat at all. Mm -hmm. So it would just always happen. It was like we'd go out, get food, and I would be like, I can't eat this. And you're like, here we go. I'm like, I got it. I'm on it. (laughs) I I handle this. So I'll, I'll, I can't, I don't even want to picture episode nine right now. I'm just excited for celebration. That's going to be fun. And then after that, I will let myself be. You don't even want okay. a picture episode nine, but what are we talking about today? The Force Awakens, but episode nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before we go into it, we're <laughs> I, we're gonna catch up a little bit because uh, it's been it's been like a month. It has been, and so Sorry, many guys, exciting developments have happened. Except for not really. It's been slow, like Star Wars news. Mm. Everything's been a hiatus because of the holidays. Yeah, and a lot of people were theorizing that we were getting. Uh, the episode nine title. I bet you it comes out today as we're recording. Uh, a lot of people of were th- <laughs> theorizing episode nine titles. Again, my vo- voice, voice, my voice, my vote is still. I love a new order. That's my. I like a new order. Or just call it the balance, and then I'm like, <laughs> fuck yeah, Star Wars, gray. <laughs> there you go. What a good title. Star Wars episode nine, Raylo. <laughs> okay. Touch some hand. Touching hand touchies. Finger touchies and hair bobbles. Yep. Oh, hair bobbles. Yep. Bring them back. I know you won't, but do it. I know I actually have some thoughts. Uh, because today's episode, we're going to go deep dive into the art of The Force Awakens, uh, the Star Wars art book, with all the concept art, because... Okay. A little facetiously. A little facetiously. And also, because <laughs> some guy on Twitter who works at Slash Film, his name... I don't know. You'll probably know that on another podcast that actually does research. <laughs> Not us, kids! Uh, made, like, a tweet being like, if you want any hints about episode 9, go through the uh, Force Awakens art book. Mm-hmm. So, put on your tinfoil hat, kids, because that's today's episode. Yep. But yeah, uh, nothing really broke over December. I went home for a couple weeks for the holidays. I came back. I cleaned the apartment. I conmarried the 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 apartment and so I'm gonna tell you a tale because uh-huh. I so today I was at a an audition and you're in like lines for this audition and there's this girl's like uh, sitting behind me it's kind of just like a story of the day because I you just woke up to a text message that just said help me yep thinking that I was needing help yep of sorts I but did my second text didn't go through. So, this girl behind me, she, just like, you're, you're talking to people in line, but mm-hmm. there's also, this is a room of 300 girls. Mm-hmm. It's so loud in there, and I already had a headache, so I didn't really want to join in the conversation with anyone. Right. But this girl, like, was, like, trying to talk to me, and I'm just like, you know, you know. And she brought up how loud it was in there. I'm like, yeah, that's because everybody's, everybody's talking. Everybody's talking. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know, I kind of wish people would stop talking. And I'm like... <laughs> Uh-huh. I got you. And she's like, do you know uh, uh, Markiplier? I'm like, I do. I do know Markiplier. And I'm like, well, I've heard of him. Mm-hmm. And I watch his videos sometimes. Like, do you know Septicai? And I'm like, I, or Jack Septicai? I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I don't watch his videos, but I know of him. And she's like, have you heard of uh, Septiplier? And oh, I was like, God. Oh, no. You were like, Funny enough, that's my no TP. Just because I don't want you to talk to me I, about I, it. I, I, so, I was just like, 
no. I mean, clearly I could figure yeah. out what she was talking about. But I was like, oh, no. And she's like, it's their ship. And so I had to be like, I don't know what a ship is. Because I just so badly, like, didn't want to continue this conversation. But that was my first mistake. Yeah, because then she's going to explain shipping to you. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I get it. And then she pulls out her phone. No. And she goes, hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll show you. So I spent a good half hour looking at really smutty Markiplier Jacksepticeye fan art. And then she's like, Hold on, let me get out my headphones. So she gets out her headphones. No! And she, she she gives them to me, and she's like, there's, like, people dubbed the, the comics people make of them. Oh, no. And I know that they do. Yeah, and it's these, like, 12-year-olds dubbing these, like, smutty Markiplier Jacksepticeye comics that she's having me listen to, and then she says... Watching these gives me, like, a funny feeling in my stomach. And I'm like, are you telling me? You're, like, showing me, like, things that turn you on? <laughs> like, I just met you! How old was this person? She was 20. Oh my god. Yeah, it was very uncomfortable for a long time. Because this was at least a half hour. Before, eventually, like, the conversation fiddled. And I'm like, this is my time to just turn and look the opposite direction. Because the room is so loud. Because mm-hmm. I I never want to, like, ignore somebody. But. But. I just spent the last hour, half hour looking at smut of, of two YouTubers. In a, in a room full of how many people? And it was so like, uncomfortable. It's one thing to do that on your own. Because Lord knows I do that on planes and in airports. But to, like. To, to go to a r- perfect stranger, and the, one of the first things she goes, like, have you heard of Jacksepticeye? And I'm like, I've heard of him. Do you know of Markiplier? I'm like, because I was, like, looking at my bag. I'm like, oh, do I have, like, a Five Nights at Freddy's thing on my bag or something yeah. that, like, would insinuate this conversation? No. So I turned around, and then she, like, brought out her DS and started playing Pokemon, and she was struggling catching something, and she was, mm-hmm. like, yelling about it in the room. Until she finally caught it, and then she stepped up right to my ear from behind and said, I finally caught it. Like, from behind me, whispered in my ear. And I'm just like, who are you? Help me. Please. I I mean, trust me, I love a good ship. We're going to be talking about that. But, guys, don't show a perfect stranger smutty fan art. Guys, in a this room is why hundred people. This is this is the reason. And then tell you tell tell them how it turns you on. It gives me a funny feeling. And I'm like, that I know what that funny feeling is. Yeah, I'm like you're, you're talking about getting turned on, sis. I'm so uncomfortable. You've had a wa- you've had an awakening. Yep. <laughs> the force awakens. Anyways, that was my morning, and uh, my, also my last day was discovering. The best ship in the world. Oh, yeah. Besides Jacksepticeye and Markiplier. Are you sure? Yeah, Are you uh, sure it's better than that? I, yes. Oh. It is Count Dooku mm-hmm. and Joe Castanu. Yep. I've been informed by, I believe it was Destiny's Fic on Twitter, that in deleted scenes of Attack of the Clones, it was implied that those two had a romantic relationship in their youth, and... Oh boy, this do why, I ship it. This is why all the Jedi are like, man, I don't know, man. I don't know about this life. I really want to touch that girl's hand. But it, I, like, it's I love pure it. angst. I, I love, love it. it. Can you imagine, like, know-it-all Dooku in the Jedi archives? Like, maybe he doesn't know Jocasta New, like, runs the archives yet, uh-huh. and he's trying to be all, like, smart and shit, and she's like, son... These are my archives. Yeah. And, like, walks out and she's like, by the way, you're holding that map upside down, son, yeah. before you try to explain anything to me. And he's like, I'm in love. I'm in love. Master Yoda. And, like, baby Qui-Gon is like, oh, my God. Mr. Dooku. <laughs> I guess Master Dooku. Master Dooku. Master Dooku. You're embarrassing me. But just the, the trope of... Like, this Count Dooku just loving the cute library girl. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, like, I was talking to, uh, 
So I don't go on Twitter much anymore because Twitter makes me upset. So I wasn't seeing any of this until our friend Suara messaged me being like, you need to go on Twitter right now. <laughs> People are begging for you. So I went back on Twitter and just checked like messages. And sure enough, everyone was talking about Duke, Duke New. <laughs> Duke New. <laughs> and uh, our friend BBK was talking about like, how it makes so much sense that Joe Castanew was so weird about, like, the Jedi archives being like, if it's not there, which is when they're for trying to find Kamino, mm-hmm. and it's not on the maps, and she's like, if it's not there, it doesn't exist. Mm. Because she's the one who took it out of the archives to protect Dooku. And I'm like, this is the love I stand! Aww. I love it. Aww, can you imagine? I So if you ever make a prequel prequel with young Dooku, young Qui-Gon... And Joe Castanew, let me audition for Joe Castanew because I swear to God, no one will play a person who is in love with Count Dooku better than me. Okay, <laughs> thank true. you. It's true. That Why don't you been... have a sideshow figure yet? I, I don't have Kylo's sideshow figure yet. You have a Kylo. I have a Kylo. I don't have both of them. It's very important that I need both of them. Yeah, but if it was Kylo or Dooku, who do you choose? I Well, I choose maskless Kylo. All right. If we're getting, like, uh, I want some, like, young Dooku content. Okay. That's what I want. I want some young Dooku. You're like, I need more Dooku before he can overthrow Kylo. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, Dooku knew, setting the path for Raylo. Raylo, yeah. who is she? It's all about <laughs> Dooku. <knew. laughs> oh, my God. But, like, I was here, I've been waiting for a, like, fallen Jedi-Jedi relationship in the movies for years. Yeah. Because of... Like, a romance between Force users is what I'm all about. It's kind of forbidden, you know? Yeah. Bastila and Revan. But, you know, it's not canon anymore. I wanted something, like, canon. in the movies. Yeah. Canon. Yeah. Adventurous and, uh, Quinlan Fa sort of count. But in the movies! Yeah. And who knew? Duke knew! Duke knew! Was where it's at. It's so cute. I love it so much. I just imagined this secret rendezvous in the library. Uh-huh. Late night studying. And then the heartbreaking moment study. when they decide to leave the, the, the Jedi Order together. And she doesn't. And then she doesn't. She chooses knowledge and pursuing knowledge over him. And he's like, what? Fine, I'll be a Sith boy I'll then! I'll be a Sith boy instead. The tragedy of Duke knew. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> anyway, let's go into today's episode, which is... The best episode, because it's... You uh, can't see any of it. Because you can't see it. Welcome to Who Talks First, the podcast... That requires you to go out and buy a book if you want to follow along. The audio podcast that is doing a podcast about pictures. We did it. There you it's go. Us. So, yeah, we're going to go into... We both went through the art of uh, The Force Awakens and kind of marked things that we found interesting, things that we think might go... Uh, into episode nine, or things that we just were like, I like nice. it. I like that. I like this. Let's talk about it. So we will read out the page numbers these are on if you do want to follow along with your own art book, but if not, we will do our best to visually paint a, a word picture. Which is not something I'm good at. Yeah. I'm not good at descriptions. I'm good at, like, You also could just read the actual description. That's right true. In front of you. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it's just like, this is a picture. It says Jedi Killer, and you're like, Okay. Because, yeah, you, you, there's one Jedi killer that you stand. I stand him so much. So, yeah, the reason why we're doing this, like I said before, is because it was sort of hinted at that if you want any clues for episode 9, go to the Force Awakens art book. Because, of course, J.J. Abrams is mm-hmm. at the helm for the both, so it makes sense that they would reuse some of this. So the first thing I pulled is on page 17, and it's actually still in the beginning of the book. It's right after the forward, and it's just a concept art of Rey. Mm-hmm. But I could easily see this being her outfit in episode nine. It's very, it's very Han reminiscent, which is the only reason that I think maybe not. See, because I, they say later on in the art book that like the, she already got her Han reminiscent outfit. But, but like the see the, the outfit, I'll describe it to you in a little bit. Mm. It's a little bit like her uh, Jakku outfit in a way, where she has still has like sort of the wraps. They're just cut off at the waist instead. And from what we've heard rumors of, we don't hear anything confirmed, people are ex- describing her outfit as still sort of looking like her Jakku outfit. Mm. So in brighter colors again. 
Um, so instead of it sort of having a dress effect, it's kind of more like a shirt, and it's tucked into a couple of belts and some khakis. Yeah. Otherwise, it's very similar, but also to note, her hair is completely down, mm-hmm. which I could see that being the route mm-hmm. they had taken. Disappoints me, but... It's a more okay. mature look for her. It's a more adult look, and I, I think they've been going through an uh, intentional process of trying to give her that coming-of-age story where she starts off as a young woman yeah. into a I understand it. <laughs> I understand it from a visual script perspective, but I like the hair bobbles. <laughs> They're very cute. They're so cute. They're very but cute. But fine. Uh, yeah, so like, that was one of my my first images. I'm like, I could see them bringing this back into concept sure. if we have, if it's true that uh, what people have been seeing they have just been describing something as close to her Force Awakens outfit. And oh. I want something new. I don't want her to be wearing her old clothes. Oh, me neither. I yeah. want to know all of it. So, is this something that you pulled out, or is this something that I pulled out, the next one that we have? I think this is you. Page, because uh, 20 and 21. Because I think I only looked at this page and didn't see this, but now that I'm looking at it together, I'm like, oh! So, basically, this is a piece called Felucia Cannon. Um, it's this really beautiful what i assume kind of turned into taco donna inspiration very mm-hmm. green absolutely if you have anything to say about it well i just more i'm like oh because at first i just see like the millennium falcon is in a, this beautiful canyon and i was like oh, okay that's cool whatever but then on the other page kylo's there and i'm like oh oh okay i want this <laughs> i want more kylo and the falcon angst yeah here we go and i like i assume that's gotta be kylo it's a red saber yeah but I mean, this is early stuff, so it might actually not be Kylo, but it's obviously supposed to represent Yeah, Kylo. And I really, I, I do really like this piece, and I kind of marked anything, because we've we've seen a lot of leak images of, or set images, that kind of look swampy, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of mentions of Felucia in this book, and we didn't really go there um, in uh, The Force Awakens. So I can see that maybe being a place that we go in episode nine Makes because sense. they did do a lot of concept work for this planet and then without actually it. going there. Oh, here's my stand. Here's my boy. All right. So the next thing we're looking at is on page twenty-two. This is this is what I wish, <laughs> kind of also, but not really because I like what we got. But there's this beautiful character called the Jedi Killer who just looks like this handsome orc man. He looks like if you took, like, Hellboy and then gave him hair. I love him. I want him to exist somewhere. So, I don't want Kylo to turn into this, obviously. But I love him. I stan him. I want to kiss his face. Because the page we're on right now has a lot of concept art for the uh, original, like, main characters Mm -hmm. before they really became who they were. Mm-hmm. And Luke and Leia are on this and they still look like Luke and Leia, except for Luke has an awful man bun. Good choice not to have that anymore. Uh, Ray looks like Ray. I think Finn looks pretty close to Finn. Finn? I kept being like, what is that? Young young Luke? Young and then I looked at the It looks like if Han and Luke had, had a baby. baby. Yeah. Absolutely. So, clearly the they had some concept work for the Finn character whose concept name was Sam who was originally a white man. Um, but So Finn changed quite a lot. Yes. Yeah, but the the Jedi killer concept, before they made the proper decision yeah. and made him Han and Leia's kid, is just, yeah, Hellboy is the best way to describe it because it's, he's in like red stormtrooper armor. Yeah. And yeah, they made a good choice of changing it. but In your eyes. In, have you seen Adam Driver? Have you Blame. seen this beautiful monster man? But then he wouldn't be Han and Leia's kid. Well, right. But he, but he could just be a different character that exists somewhere else. He yeah, could, he could be he a different. Be, I just don't want him to be like Kylo. Yeah, no, me neither. But he could be like Kylo's Kylo best so friend. Much. He could be Kylo's best friend. <laughs> this is my best friend in the whole world. He understands me because we're both. People look at him and they think they're a mon- like. He's a monster, but he's actually, like, a really nice guy. And then they look at me, and I want them to think that I'm a monster. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It would be beautiful. 
<laughs> so yeah, the next thing uh, we're looking at is page 26. And this isn't so much as of uh, as episode 9 prediction as mm. it is... I just like that they talk about this. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the concept I'm looking at in particular is the fire and ice concept. Uh, I'm just going to read this quote um, from the art who was by T- Timmins? Timmins? I apologize if I'm butchering your last name because clearly you listen to the podcast. Um, Early on, Rick was really keen on bringing the concept of fire and ice together visually. He suggested, because I had one lightsaber that was blue, why don't you make a double saber and make the other one red? Mm. So I think these were concepts for originally Kylo's saber, Mm. and I just really like that early on they knew they wanted this concept of... Conflict and... Of of fire and ice, Mm -hmm. of these kind of dueling elements. And Force Awakens, we clearly had the... The ice element, but mm-hmm. we also had some fire elements with it too. The fact Absolutely. that it takes the power of the sun, but uh, I feel like the Last Jedi, with just the burning of the throne room, is kind of more of the fire scene. Yeah. So we have this ice fight, and then this fire ice, and I then... mean we even get the ice fight interrupted by yeah, fire. By fire. Yeah. So I also liked this page because there's a beautiful. What is obviously a, like, Sith Twi'lek woman. It's Darth Talon! You have complained so much about Darth Talon. I know, and now but I did change in your tude. Well, I just like her being, like, wrapped up by this, like, this visual representation of, like, she's, like, being tainted. You know what I mean? Yeah. By this, like, evil and she's co- being corrupted. Yeah. I don't want her in the movies. At all. But I also just wish Twi'leks existed in the movies. I, I do think it's Again. interesting that there there was a, a couple uh, Darth Talon pieces in mm-hmm. this art book. I wonder if they were thinking about bringing her in. Yeah, making her basically the the main villain, but they have this piece that's that's kind of reminiscent of the uh the one uh the one Raylo concept art that never made it into the art book, but it was leaked online of Kylo uh like holding Ray from behind mm-hmm. and it's based off of a Adam Driver photo of a photo shoot that he did with a when he was modeling. Mhm. And I actually, I love this piece. It's very Phantom of the Opera, and mm-hmm. so is this. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, very symbolic of that there's this uh, this puppeteer mm-hmm. character behind every, like, dark side user. There's, like, a dark puppeteer making them do bad things, you yeah, know? absolutely. Uh, the next thing I think I, uh, oh, you pulled th- these ones. So the next oh, one I we did. pulled, we're on page 35. Again, I pulled them just because it was... What is it called down there? What does it say? Seduction. Seduction, and it's what I assume is probably still Darth Talon, but she's just going through town, and she seduces a man, and you can see where they were definitely having some sex, because she's all naked, and then she kills him, and she leaves, and I'm just like, man, I just I just really want... But a femme fatale. It's not that I want sex in these movies, but I want sex in these movies. <laughs> But I'm lying, not, and I'm not literally. You guys know what I mean. Yeah, I, I, I do, like that, least. like that sensual feeling. Mm-hmm. Mature uh, themes. Next thing I pulled. There's not much to break from it, but it is uh, page forty-one. Just because we have our first concept art of the snow mm. fight, and it's just beautiful. And uh, uh, by the same artist who was talking about the uh, fire and ice imagery before. Uh, he by Timmins and McKeg. Uh, it's dramatic, but it's beautiful, and there's silence in this piece. But then there's a sort of quiet violence in the lights. I love yeah. it. That's Raylo. I love it. From far away, this looks like Leia. It does look like Leia, and which makes me smile because Aww. I'm like, when I'm just glancing down at, it, I'm like, oh, that's Princess Leia fighting what looks like Darth Vader. That's what it looks like to me. It does look like that. What it could have been. Oh man, but. Yeah, so here we go. Our very first Raylo art. Bravo. There it is. What a long way we've come. Aren't you proud? The little ship that could. Oh. Chugga, chugga, chugga. Uh, alright, so I pulled this, or did, no, you pulled this. I pulled this, yeah. yeah. Because, uh, in the bottom corner of page 44, is it 44? Mm Mm-hmm. Go ahead and, because there's a thing right down there that I can't read. So, there's this photo manip that is not well done, <laughs> no, by the way. No, I apologize. It's really not, but... Uh, uh, just for some background, the, if you've ever go through an art book and see really bad photo manips, and you're like, these are by really good artists, because a very popular way of doing concept art is by photo bashing, mm. which is something I've had to do. Basically, it's photo manipulation, 
to try to get the concept uh, across went very quickly. So things are very cheesy because I'm pretty sure he, he used papyrus in this image Probably. of this Tumblr image that he created. And it says, to light a candle is to cast a shadow. Uh, the Luke and Anakin epiphany. I love that quote from A, wiz- a, a Wizard of Earthsea, the fantasy novel by Ursula K. Lee Gwynn. When you light a candle, you also cast a shadow. That inspired me to propose for the first time that Anakin's ghost could come back. Boom! That's why. That's why it's March, because I want Anakin to come back in these fucking movies. There's mm. no reason that his force ghost shouldn't appear. It almost seems like disappointing that Anakin hasn't been like, hey, 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 I see what's happening here. It's kind of reminiscent. Hey, just wanted to warn you. Like, it's fine if he can't reach out to Kylo because Kylo's kind of, like, closed himself off to the light. Mm-hmm. But that, I understand. I get it. Well, and that's another reason why I think it was such a good decision to make sure that Luke had closed himself off to the Force. Yes. Because it really didn't make sense otherwise if Obi-Wan, Yoda, and Anakin hadn't been talking to Luke. Yeah. Which is one of my... If I could change anything about the sequel trilogy... I think, my, I think my first thing would be that when Luke faded into the Force, mm-hmm. that you just saw, like, the backs of Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah. So, like, the image was just framed Luke. Or actually, you could still have that powerful shot of Luke fading mm-hmm. into the background, but then maybe just you, have their when you pull ghost. back one more time, you just see the back of Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah. You don't even have to see them, like, interact, interact them just to know that they were there. They were there, and that also... It also reinforces that Luke is joining them. Mm-hmm. So everybody can stop being like, can't believe they killed Luke. I'm like, yeah, he killed Luke, but he's just going to be blue. He's fine. Guys, the Force ghosts are a thing. Because something that is in uh, the art book later on, and I'm not sure if I marked it, so I'm just going to talk about it now just in case I didn't, is these images that of a Vader Force ghost, which... Mm. So, I'm going to go into a little bit of uh, background here. Sith, according to George Lucas, I mean, they can change it. I'm not saying they're not. But it was a big thing by George Lucas that they actually had to edit the Mortis arc because of it that Sith cannot become Force ghosts. Which makes beautiful poetic sense. Yeah. That they cling so desperately to life that they simply can't become Force ghosts. Yeah. And... Uh, so I, ne- I don't want to see, like, a Vader-Anakin hybrid. I just want to see just Anakin. Yeah. And if you didn't know, in the Mortis arc, originally Darth Revan was supposed to make an appearance in the Well of the Dark Side. And they ended up cutting that out because George was very against uh, Sith. Sith being able to become Force ghosts. Right. So... There is some concept art of a mix between, like, the Anakin and uh, Vader Force ghost. I don't think we'll see that, but I do hope we see an Anakin, Anakin Force ghost. It makes Please. Sense. Out I, of all the things, like, like, we all know that George sometimes doesn't get it right, but the Sith not become, being able to come, like, Force, Force ghost is 100% perfect. Mm-hmm. They want to live forever, and the very reason that they can't is because of, like, and Everything another reason why I'll forever stan Anakin being the Force ghost that shows up at the end, yes. not the... Random man the, that we... The random man that... Sure, when the movies first came out, we're like, right. okay, that's Anakin, alright, there we go. But it was a good decision in my part. Some of those edits were not good decisions. Oh, a bunch of them weren't. <laughs> <laughs> but Anakin being the one that showed up, Anakin as his... Has he who he last appeared in his most pure state, yeah. being the one that be able was able to cross over, to me makes that scene so beautiful, and it's one of like the three times I cry in Star Wars, and I've had people being like, really, it's the Anakin version? I'm like, yeah, because that means so much more to me than this guy that I'm like Anakin would have never looked like that. Anakin would have never looked like that, uh, and also. Anakin never had the chance to become that. Yeah. He didn't. So for him to go back to something where he was this pure good boy. Yeah. Like, you're like, I no, mean, that's, that's... pure good boy in quotation well, marks. But, yeah, it, you know what we're saying? That... He was still fucking, but... <laughs> <laughs> but then Obi-Wan just looks over at him and he's like, I was so good looking at this old man and you get to show up as this? 
Oh man, become a Sith when you're young, kids. Guys. Kylo was like thinking ahead, even though he's not a Sith. He's not a Sith. But because that's one of my and also this is a huge biggest exception. pet peeve. Anakin was the chosen one. Most people don't get to go back. It's true. Uh, because I was. Again, I don't go on Twitter very often anymore. I log in for like two minutes. If I have a thought, post it, and then I just log off without looking at anything mm-hmm. for the, my own sake. But I saw something about uh, someone complaining that JJ had set up this incredible Sith Lord. And I'm like, here, let me show you all these things of JJ Abrams going like, he's not, not a Sith. Sith, not a Sith. Hey, nope. guess what? He's not a Sith. Not a Sith. Anakin and, not even Anakin. Why I say Anakin? Uh, Kylo and, Kylo and Snoke, and Snoke not being Sith. like the, the the Sith were wrong. No, they were they were too like they thought too. Neither small. of us are Sith. No, we're not Sith. Looks in the camera. We're not Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing I pulled was from uh, page fifty. Nothing really important up here, but I I just find this surprising. I haven't seen this talked about enough. Um, on this page, there's the uh, original or a potential opening sequence storyboard, mm. which very much is reminiscent of the uh, opening to A New Hope. So I just found it interesting that uh, we see that we have characters named Skylar and Thea. Hmm. So Skylar is the quote-unquote Finn character, I'm assuming, and Thea is clearly Rey. Yeah. But... We see a lot of Kira and Sam being thrown around, but haven't seen a lot of Skylar and Thea's. No. So, maybe we'll see the return of a Thea? Maybe. I'm just trying to pretend like I'm tying this to episode 9. I just think that's an interesting thing, because you'll read, like, uh, fanfic a lot, or see a lot of fan art, where they call, like, the dark side Rey, Kira. Yeah. And I'm like, it's interesting that we never see the working name Thea anywhere because of that. Yeah. I wonder if it was just so early that they just immediately... Yeah. Got rid of it. Because I wonder, I wonder, do you have your phone with you by any chance? If you don't, so probably. No. No, because I just wonder what Thea means. If that means something interesting. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Skylar clearly means something to do with the sky, and he's probably a pilot. Be, yeah, I was going to say. That one's so, pretty that self-explanatory. pretty obvious. Yeah. Skylar's such a good name. I like that name. It's a good name. It's a little too on the nose for Star Wars for me. Oh, for Star Wars, <laughs> yes. I just mean, like, for, like, a child. Yeah. For like a, a for baby. Like a, for a baby. It's a cute name. But, yeah, I just found it interesting that no one really talks about those working mm-hmm. names for these characters. Uh, the next thing I know I pulled is on um, page 53, and the art I'm specifically looking at here is called Statue Ruined. Uh, this is obviously lightsaber a lightsaber-scarred face. Destroying Je- Jedi relics was a theme with us very early on. Church. Wow. And I really we saw some of this in Jedha um in Rogue One and I just wonder if that's what they're taking but also I this is just off the rumor mill I was hearing uh not I specifically but uh around the rumor mill there was some uh sightings of some set pieces that people were describing as looking human and in these sort of sand uh where they were filming in Jordan I think they were filming Mm. in Jordan so the piece that I'm looking at specifically is basically what I said is a lot of big Jedi statues, which you would have seen on Jedi, and they're really kind of destroyed and cut up. And we know that's kind of what Kylo and the Knights of Ren were doing, is that mm-hmm. they were not about Jedi relics happening. They're very much like, let the past die, kill it if you have, have to. to. <laughs> uh, just imagine I'm gonna Kylo. cut up. Like, I'm killing it! I'm killing it! It's made out of stone, Kylo. Shut up! He's dead. So I I would be interested to see if we potentially either go back to Jeddah or if these pieces were reused for whatever location Jordan is. is yeah. Is, is in. And these are just That'd be really hearsay cool. of people saying they were seeing objects like this or a person. So who knows how realistic that is? Mm-hmm. Who knows if they were just seeing scattered set pieces that weren't placed properly? Mm-hmm. So... We'll see. I just thought that was interesting, and I'd like to see it. Very interesting. Yeah. The next piece we are looking at is on uh, page 58. And I think the only reason I specifically pulled this is because it's uh, it's Ray in an X-Wing taking down a Star Destroyer, <laughs> like, hanging out of her X-Wing, just holding up a lightsaber, just flying underneath it, ripping up a Star Destroyer. Yeah. I could see that being something that happens. 
This is something people really wanted Luke to do. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's a Mike Zero, uh, joke. And I shouldn't say joke, because he takes it very seriously, but mm. the rest of us take it as a joke. Right. His every, like, three months, he'll post, like, a Star Wars leak. Luke takes down a Star Destroyer using the Force. And it's always kind of described with either him literally ripping it out of the air or something like this. Ugh. And I think visually this is just cool, but it might be a little too, uh... No, I want her to do it, because the more fanboys complain <laughs> about Ray and be able to do that, the more I live. That adds ten years of my life. Luke was different, because he was a special boy. This Ray is- can't be special! This She's just a- made me, filled me with anxiety because it was underwater, and I never want anything to be underwater. Yeah, there's a there's a piece on the next page that's an underwater throne room, so it was like, nope. the Emperor's throne room crash land in the in an ocean on Endor, I'm guessing? Huh. That's what we're seeing. Um, and the next one was page 86, kind of more location-based stuff. It looks very swampy. Yeah. Um, I think this is the one that I marked, so I was like, oh, that'd be cool to go there. Yeah, and we have we know that there's going to be sort of like a swampy jungle location, so... I don't like the weird elephant treants that are on this, though. They they scare me. They look like alien... Like, well, obviously they look like aliens, but they look you like... You are! What an aliens? And now you're like, these look like aliens. I don't want these they, in my movie. They look like the type that would, like, scoop you up and try to eat you, though. I don't like them. They've got, like... Tentacle want, faces. Like, more porgs. That's what- Where are the porgs? I'm sure that they're probably really nice gentle giants, but they also just scare me. No, they all have their guns pointing at them, so they're probably not in oh. the concept art. Okay, good, great. Yeah, no, I so don't like them. In this concept art, it looks like me. who would be Finn, Ray, and Han are uh, pointing their guns at these alien creatures in to, this sort of swampy territory. To paint you a visual picture, they look like what I would imagine a slender man elephant would look like. That's a pretty good visual picture. Yeah. I don't like them. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like them either. I'm not, <laughs> not saying I like them, but... When I said I wanted aliens, I meant... I've said this before. I want the aliens that we know, especially Twi'leks, because they're supposed to be the most common race next to humans. Mm-hmm. But they just don't exist in the movies anymore. Alright, so the next one mm-hmm. I know you want to talk about. Oh my god, yes! So it's on page 124. It's on page 124, and this is, it's got a really long blurb next to it. But essentially, we have this beautiful little piece here where it's obviously the back of Princess Leia on this looks like, uh, is it, is it supposed to be, where was Padme's, uh, was it Kamino? Naboo? No, where her, like, uh, townhouse was, where she got married. Naboo. She got married on a boo? Yeah. Where where were they hiding out? Varkino is the Varkino, house. that's the one I was thinking of. Right. But it's supposed to be obviously very reminiscent of that. And yeah. it, it mentions in this paragraph that like this was supposed to be a new Princess Leia castle. Mm-hmm. And I want it. Yeah. And so they they sort of had this castle um thing that they really wanted because JJ was very into the idea of fairy tale symbolism. Yeah. And so they kinda knew they always wanted a castle. And so here we kind of have this, maybe Princess Leia got a castle, but it uh, obviously later turned into Maz's... Yeah, Cantina. The Maz's Cantina castle. But. And then had Rey running from the castle. Yep. Just saying. Or, and Cinderella. She- yeah. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, the way JJ really just emphasized the how much he really wanted the fairytale symbolism is like, you know, you have a prince and a princess... And a castle, and he's like, Adam Driver looks like a prince. Yeah. (laughs) Subtle. I mean, I'm just saying that Ben was supposed to be a prince on another planet that isn't destroyed yet, so we still could see a castle. I would love a Beeren cameo. So, uh, we've talked about this a bunch because I'm a huge Beeren stan. Beeren is actually a planet established in Bloodline that lost its ruler because all of its rulers were corrupt and dumb. And they asked Leia, so it's a it's a planet that was colonized by both both the people of Ar- Arcanus and Arkansas? 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 I am confusion! America, explain! <laughs> Why is this Kansas and that's not Arkansas? Uh, that's a vine, if you didn't. Yeah, if, you are, if not familiar with that vine. Uh, Arkansas, I'm just going to call it Arkansas or Kansas. 
and Alderaan. Yeah. And Hux is from Arkansas. If you fun fact. I'm in <laughs> If it's actually, I'm forgetting the name. It's, I think it's Arcanus. It's probably like Arcanus because that makes more sense. Yeah. And so both settlers uh, went to Biren, and so their rulers were kind of either from their descendants of Alderaan or descendants of this other planet. And so basically, they at one point had asked Leia if she would like to be the the ruler of that planet, mm-hmm. and she was kind of like, uh, my princess days are over, I'm kind of done. And they're like, how about your son? And here I am like... <laughs> What kind of man? My boy? Being a prince? And Leia's like, no, no my son would hate that too. I just, I want so much, because Bloodline was written before Leia has any knowledge of what's happening with her son. Right. She just knows that she can't contact Luke and Ben for some reason. Yeah. So, we don't know if they're just in some part of the galaxy where they can't be contacted, or if Ben had already left, mm-hmm. and Luke is just pieced out because he feels so guilty about it. Right. And I can't wait to learn more details about this because I want to learn more about the napkin incident too because until proven, not proven. Until disproven. Until disproven. Yeah. I will forever believe that the napkin incident was Ben Solo. Yeah. Because there's just so much symbolism behind it and just in case you're unfamiliar with the napkin incident, I hate to be so repetitive on this podcast, but I just don't want to bring up things. And people be like, what the fuck is the napkin? And they Google it and nothing comes up. Uh, The napkin incident was another thing in Bloodline that Ryan Johnson actually specifically asked to be put in. It is a scene where it was a meeting of senators and Leia receives a note telling her to run. And it was written on a napkin, handwritten on, on a napkin. And Leia points out how weird it was that it was handwritten because nothing's handwritten anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and what do you find in Ben's bedroom? Pens! A calligraphy set! So, I would really love it if Ben, like, if ben had joined Snoke at this point, but was like, my mom's gonna be I respect no one except my mother. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna get her out of there. Because there's just, uh, I'll sound like a broken record for it, but there is just so much to be said about the difference between his reactions to his father, his uncle, versus his mother. Yeah. There is something different there. He clearly had, feels a different way towards Leia. He clearly feels more guilt about betraying Leia. Mm-hmm. He clearly does is not as eager to hurt her. He literally couldn't do it. Yeah. So he had the opportunity to go do it. And, and another interesting look at her sweet face thing that was brought up <laughs> is that does Kylo know Leia survived? Mm. That was something a lot of people discussed and I think it was hinted at both ways that Kylo didn't think she survived. Mm-hmm. They she he thought she was dead for the rest of the movie, and clearly we'll figure out in episode 9 that she is still alive. But other people are like, no, he knows, but he could have sensed it. That's true. It, he could have, but he's, but he's also we very don't know far that. away. It's just, yeah, it's just like an interesting thing that I wonder if they'll bring up if Kylo knew he, uh, Leia survived. Mm-hmm. I just want more of that, please. Uh, moving forward to page 143 is... Uh, I don't know why I picked this. I just think it's cool that... Yeah, I'm just... I think I just marked that guy. No, actually, I marked this because it's the Guavian Death Gang mask. Yeah. And so it was a Jedi killer. I think this is just a fun fact. Uh, More Jedi killer concept art and the helmet that they had originally painted for the Kylo character was reused for the Guavian Death Gang. And I actually, I love this helmet. Which makes sense as to why their helmets were so cool. Because it didn't ever make sense. I was like, why is their concept so cool? I know. Because I'm a really big fan of, like, just bold, simple things. Mm-hmm. And that the fact that the Guavian Death Gang mask was, like, so... And I think Kylo's mask is perfect. Oh, because yeah. Because we've seen a lot of Kylo masks that are just too much. Mm-hmm. But what they settled on was absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure, I, I don't think I really marked this, um, but when going through the concept art for Kylo, uh, originally Kylo's, uh, like the chrome on his mask was yellow, was gold. Huh. And Jay just said, I really like this, but I don't want it to be gold all the time, which is why they chose the chrome, Whoa. so it would just reflect it when they, when wanted, they wanted it to. It to. 
which I'm like, eh. Smart shit, man. Very good. So I know you marked this one. I did. So I'm on page 144. There is, it's just, uh, bottom of the page, there's just, like, cantina scene. But inside, there's, like, an aquarium with what looks like a, a, a mermaid. <laughs> and that's the only reason why just, you marked it. I want, I want to know what this race is. I want to know, are these female Nautilins? Are they Nautilins? Yeah, Nautilins are Kit Fister. N- n- yeah. 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 Because I was like, is that... We've ne- I don't know if we've ever seen a female Nautilin. At least I don't think I have. Maybe somewhere in the Clone Wars, but I can't remember any of them. And I'm just like, are do the female Nautilins, do they not get feet? Do they just get fins? Like, her little tentacles look like she could be a Nautilin? I don't know, but I want more. Yeah, but is she is she trapped in there? I or don't know. Is, she li- is that her, like, job? Because there are yeah. people, like... Maybe she just clocks in. Yeah. There's a, those those mermaid bars yeah. that happen. That people just Humans do that right now. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, I clock in, I swim around, I, you know, like, it's kind of like being a go-go dancer. Like, she dances and entices them, and then she's like, okay, get me out. Mm-hmm. My shift's over. Uh, so My new OC. <laughs> the new OC. I like it. Um, so next on our list mm-hmm. is 154, where we're getting more and more into the, the Kylo we know now. Mm-hmm. So we have another young Jedi killer concept. <laughs> you okay? He just looks like, he looks like Bob Wren. That one's Bob Wren. Because he looks like he's wearing a bucket. So we're head. looking at the picture of the Knights of Wren. Because you need to explain what we're looking at instead of just laughing and pointing. <laughs> and clearly there's a reason why we marked this one. Yeah. Because I, I think it's basically a done deal that the Knights of Wren are making an appearance. I actually wouldn't be totally against them not making an appearance mm-hmm. because Star Wars is very notorious for bringing up plot points and then never explaining them. Yeah. Cough, the Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, cough, Sifo uh, in the prequels. There's a lot of stuff that they just bring up. And then you're and just then like, oops. They never talk about it again. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's what the Knights of Ren were sort of being but i want them to show up please. but i think at this point they have seriously cleared out their villains roster after the last jedi yeah. and i really would love to see the knights of ren because yes they were insinuated to be luke students yeah and and also what if like kylo's the quote-unquote like renperer right now it makes sense that he'd like pick up his cell phone and be like boop 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 hey gang guess what i'm the renperer come on over we're we making gotta... s'mores! We're making s'mores, we're destroying more statues, come on down! It's great! You can see my new crew, I don't I'm, like them. I'm wearing like 20 new belts, I look like a Final Fantasy character. It's gonna be great. Which is this other concept art that's of the young Jedi killer, which is starting to look more and more like the Kylo we know. Slowly. Who has the double-sided saber. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder if we'll ever see that with Kylo. I don't think we will. I think the double-sided blue and red saber is cool in concept, but mm-hmm. a little corny in show. Uh, yeah, and also, like, just given But Kylo's the... saber itself is corny in show, so I love it. At least that one makes, like, a little bit more sense, because you're like, ah, it's a broadsword, I get it. Mm-hmm. But the, the mechanics behind having a double-bladed with one being red and one being blue is a little, you're like, okay, but it doesn't really work. It doesn't... I guess so. I guess you could have just stole someone else's kyber crystal and made it bleed, but, like, why would your saber still be responding to you, then? Mm-hmm. Why would your blue saber still be responding to you, then? It just doesn't really work in mythos. Like, cause it could just be, like, an interesting... I mean, it would be an interesting thing of conflict, is, like, it responds to that part of you that's still mm, there. That's true. If it, it were brought up as discussion. Yeah. I guess. It, it could be really interesting, because clearly the red saber is still not even responding to him well. Mm. That's just why I really want him to get a new saber, and I want Ray to get a new saber. I want Ray to get a new saber. God, I'm give her a staff saber. Kill me, <laughs> please. And I, I'm not sure if I passed it. It might be in one of the future pages. But we also learned that uh, Snoke was the idea of Snoke being a woman was. Oh yeah, uh, I did in there for a while. I swear I marked it, but maybe, maybe not. Yeah, Let's it see. could be like literally on the next page. Nope. Wait, could it? Nope. Why did you mark the half of- No, I marked this. Never mind. I was like, I did not. <laughs> I'm like, why would you mark this? So I- There's case, no sexy alien lady on that. I didn't mark this page. <laughs> in case uh, we didn't mark the, the Snoke was being 
con- was concepted as a woman at one point. I just goes to show you that Snow that Kylo just has no respect for any man. Yeah, he's <laughs> like I respect no man, and they probably changed Snoke because they're like, oh well, he's not gonna respect Snoke later, mm. and like, well then we have to change him to a dude. Yeah, because Kylo only respects women. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean he wouldn't betray a woman between Phasma and Hux. Yeah, come on, he. He actually trusts Phasma. He, like, gives Phasma orders, and she's like, yeah, I'll do that, uh-huh. son. And Lego, and Lego, Star Wars, Phasma and Hux. Not Phasma and Hux, Phasma and Kylo. They get around in the Lego game. Yeah. That's cute. They go on, a, like, a mission together. It's cute. It's very cute. And who does it? He's all about just killing white men. Yes. <laughs> Good old Kylo. Let the past die. Bringing down the patriarchy one step at a time. He's like, can't you see, Ray? Look at that! The patriarchy sucks! And Ray's like, well, I mean, I agree, but we shouldn't kill them. He's like, no, let's kill them! And I'm like, yeah, Kylo. Because I, I love it. It's such, like, a joke to just be like, Kylo is clearly a feminist. Like, it's one of those Kylo Ren did nothing wrong jokes uh-huh. that we like saying. But also, I'm like, but. I'm like, Kylo really hates men. <laughs> he does. I have not seen him show any respect to a man in these films. Nope. 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 Yeah, mm. like the base level of respect in uh the very first scene of the Force Awakens, where he's like, "Just tell me what, like, just tell me what I need to know, and I won't kill you." But then he does. Well, because the guy doesn't tell him. He's like, "Fine, fuck you." Laura Santeca started taunting him. He's like, "I get, I gave you a chance, you fuck." <laughs> there we go. I give men one chance, and when they and when they fail, cause they always yeah. do, I kill them. <laughs> Kylo's the real Femme Fatale. <laughs> oh my god, I love it so much. So, uh, the next thing I pulled was from 157. Here's this. It's Peep! It's the janitor from Resistance! Why would you Peep! pull this? <laughs> Peep is a cute name. Because I like that uh, they when they reuse character art for mm-hmm. other stuff. So, basically, if you watch Resistance, there's a janitor character. And basically, he had a concept in the Force Awakens art book. And it was reused. I just, I really love reused concept art because when I went to the costume mm. exhibit in Detroit, uh, they had a bunch of uh, uh, concept art for Padme that they just said, we just use that for Satine. We just literally created Satine from that. <sighs> I love Beautiful. This. All right, here we, here you go, babe. Here, I just... You marked pretty girl alien. I did. On page 185, Give me guys. the nuance beyond that, please. Uh... Her name is Bar Character. Oh my god. <laughs> and she's... I also like Beast Handler and Spacesuit Woman. These are the characters I like. Hey, Star Wars, you want to know the nuance behind this? I want more women! <laughs> I want them! Well, we're pretty alien women. Well, even, like, even Beast Handler isn't pretty, but it's just nice to see women exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. Spacesuit woman doesn't even really look like she belongs in Star Wars. She looks like she's from an anime. Yeah. She absolutely looks like she's from an anime. But I'm like, you know what? I'm just happy that they exist. I like Bar Character over here, too. Him. Bar Character 4. Yep. Alright, that's it. But Bar Character, pretty woman. She's got such beautiful makeup on. Like, I want... I like fancy. I like fancy and I like women. There you go. Oh, so yeah, here, here is, is the concept art of yeah of which they originally said they about just Snoke. mention. So just on on page two twelve, you see more of the Knights of Ren design. Um, Snoke one. Snoke almost became female at one point. Okay, so he almost mm-hmm. became female. JJ picked out a maquette he liked, and then we took it to a full size version, sculpted it in plas- plastitine, and JJ Neil didn't want him to look. What didn't want him to look old and decrepit like the Emperor. Yeah. So I think his idea in his head was he was like, let's take the Emperor but make it opposite. Yeah. And so immediately he was like, woman. And then he was like, oh. Uh, nah. Didn't fit because he was like, well, eventually he's going to kill. Yeah. So, so. Can't be a woman. <laughs> yeah. Kylo has too much respect for women. Yeah. He's too much of a feminist for that. He is. I'm just like, he just hosts like this huge funeral for Phasma. And he's like, she was the greatest captain we've ever known. <laughs> and he's weeping. <laughs> oh boy. And her beautiful chrome armor. Yeah. Yeah, we have some more Knights of Ren designs. 
I think, well, I even think from a marketing aspect, it makes sense it, to bring in the night. Yeah. That's Absolutely. so many more toys for you to make. Absolutely. I think, I would be shocked if we didn't see them. I wouldn't be surprised if originally we weren't going to, mm-hmm. because I think JJ would have paid enough attention to the, there's always that one thing that they bring up that sounds super interesting that they never talk about again. Right. Remember the Clone Wars? I mean, obviously we got that filled out later, but... Eventually, yeah. Like, way later. Yes. But originally, it was just Obi-Wan being like, your father and I fought in In the the Clone Clone Wars. Wars. And you're like, what the hell is that? Sounds great. Never gonna... All right. Sounds good, I guess. And then we got the Attack of the Clones movie, which didn't really do it either. And then we finally got the animated ship. Yeah. Uh, Did you mark this for any reason, or did you just mark uh, Bazine? Because I don't think I marked this for any specific reason. Oh, the dragons! Oh, dragons! There That's you go. why I marked it because there was a on page two sixteen. Two sixteen. You can just see like little dragons in the in the uh, skyline of a planet. Yeah. Zine is. I do like her concept a lot, but yeah. I mostly I was just like, man, I really want to see dragons. They've talked about dragons, but we've never actually seen the dragons. We've seen dragon skeletons. I on... want to see living dragons. Yeah. And past that point in the book, we just basically get a lot of stuff that we've already seen in the movie. We have more uh, concept work of the Knights of Ren on page 223. And they're cool designs. I do hope that they make some of the Knights of Ren female because just in terms of the silhouettes, I mean, silhouettes doesn't have to mean anything. No. But they're very straight up and down silhouettes, which just given biology tends not to mean that it tends not to but i mean we did have emphasis so and emphasis had us fooled for quite a while yes learning that emphasis was indeed female was great except for i'm just tired of the twist of dun 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 oh yeah she's a i don't want it to be a dramatic reveal they they can just be wearing things that don't emphasize their silhouette and that's fine just don't let that be the reveal because with emphasis you can also argue that i mean the reveal wasn't that she was a woman it was was that she was so young yeah but then she, I wish she, her voice changer, her voice changer could deepen her voice, mm-hmm. but just make it more, a more mature sounding woman rather yeah. than a man. Yeah. Because it was clearly a voice modulator to make it masculine. Masculine. Yeah. But just not they didn't super do that surprised with, Solo did that. Because they didn't do that with Nasma. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were just like, didn't know, then she spoke and you're like, oh, that's a lady in there. Cool. And I, because I love how that's Gwen Christie approached Phasma so much because... She just paid, she's like, I want to be able to know that's a woman in there. And even though the suit isn't any different, women stand differently. Women mm-hmm. stand with, like, putting more weight on one leg. Yep. So their hips out to the side a little bit. And so she just made sure that she added those little bits of femininity, fem- femininity to her character. Because she was like, I don't want people to think that's just, like, a man yeah. in an armor and I'm just adding the voice on it. I want people to know I'm in there. Yeah. And I give... Mass respect to Gwen Christie, and I'm sorry Phasma was done a dirty. Yeah, but Gwen is amazing. Gwen's amazing, and I just want her to go on a PR tour again because Me too. it's it's the like reason why I'm okay with Hux being alive still because I think like uh, uh, Don Don, yeah is so great in the in PR stuff. PR yeah. stuff. Because I love, because he just took Adam's place or everything, because Adam doesn't do it. So everyone would be sort of paired up with your, like, partner. So it was always, like, Holdo and uh, Poe and Finn and Rose and then Hux and Ray. <laughs> Double's like, I'm just, is there free food here? This is great. Here we go. I'm excited to be here. Hi, Daisy. But they, they have great, like back and forth they do so it's very funny i really do want to see adam actually have to take these dumb buzzfeed quizzes me too but i understand he never will he never will do you think i think we've probably even mentioned this on the the podcast before but do you think them being on the interview circuit together is the reason that both of them ended up being in the peter cottontail movie do you think donna was like hey i'm gonna be in peter cottontail you should try out and be a voice it it might be. It could be, like, a vice versa even kind of thing, yeah. too. Because I think Daisy did the voice for that, like, way, like, before they started doing Last Jedi PR. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Because, um, that, yeah, move, that movie came out before Last Jedi. 
Yeah, but I mean, haven't, oh, I guess they didn't yeah. really do any of the press stuff for the first movie because they couldn't because everything was secret. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yep. They wouldn't do much of that. I don't think, like, Hux did any PR for, or really, because then people still did like, that's Luke's son. Here we go. <laughs> and so basically the, the, the concept art book was really interesting to look at after all of these years, and it just kind of emphasized that they they sort of know what their themes were from the very beginning. They had really emphasized these sort of dueling elements, these opposites kind of attract kind of thing. Yep. A big theme of who is Luke Skywalker is all over this book. Yep. So what happened to Luke was a huge theme of what Luke means to other people, what Luke that huge pressure that's on Luke is established in this book quite a lot. So these are things JG was thinking about. And it's I, I saw this conspiracy theory, another reason why I just can't do Twitter, <laughs> that JJ was forced to re-edit The Force Awakens after uh, the, the Last Jedi script came in. To fit The Last Jedi. What? Yeah, that was a conspiracy theory. And here I am, just going, you think J.J. was forced to re-edit, like, to change the movie. To finish a movie because a script came in? And also, and that he didn't re-add the dice being hung up in The Force Awakens. Because the dice have become such a huge, important thing. Hmm. And they only were important because in an original cut of The Force Awakens, you see Han putting them on the Mm -hmm. Falcon. That scene was cut from the movie. Yeah. And then Ryan was like, "Uh uh-oh, I I made like a big thing about the dice at the end of my movie? Yeah. You don't think the first thing J.J. would have added back in is the three-second clip of him throwing the the dice? Yeah. No. JJ and Ryan actually just work together well. There's some things that change. Yeah. One, Luke being still connected to the Force. I think Ryan made the right decision of Luke having to disconnect himself. Yeah. Or else it wouldn't have made sense for Luke to not go back. If he was connected to the Force, if he was connected to Leia, if he had access to Anakin and Obi-Wan A lot of this wouldn't have happened. There's no way. This this would have happened. The or like he would have stayed a hermit. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is where I I understand that JJ is a very good director, but is not as passionate. He's not a Star Wars fan first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ryan is a Star Wars fan first. Yeah. And the first thing that he was like, no, that doesn't make any sense. He was like, Luke can't be connected to the Force still. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense, and I have to change it. That's already something that's been written in. Like, all of this has already happened. I have to fix it. So, yeah, it. they did originally re-edit, I guess, that part, is that uh, the last scene, Luke was supposed to have a bunch of rocks floating mm-hmm. around him. So they changed that. Mm-hmm. But, because, honestly, it wouldn't have made any sense. Yeah. Because one of the big, like, it would be so against you, like, you think he would he could feel Leia's pain that she was going through and, and stay away? Yeah. Like and because I really like how in The Last Jedi it's him finally connecting to Leia that makes him go, I need to do something. Mm-hmm. And so originally, like, he's going to Ray when to be like, Alright, I'm going back with you. My sister's hurt, I need to go back with you. And then he she he sees Ray and Kylo finger touching. Yeah. Touching fingers, and, like, ah. and he's like, "No finger touching on my island! Stop it! This yeah. is a P. This is a G-rated island. <laughs> just is, G, just G. You were going to say PG, and then like, and then no. I was like, no, just, just a G. Uh, but yeah, I think that was a ultimately the right choice for Luke is to mm-hmm. happen to be totally disconnected from the Force because how would he be able to feel Leia's how would he been able to feel pain. Han die? Yeah. Leia's pain. Not, like, having access to Obi-Wan and Anakin and not doing anything. Because I think, especially having connection to Obi-Wan, because Obi-Wan would be like, okay, I went through this with your father. Yeah. There's a right way and there's a wrong way to go about this. And we know that of Luke's character Learn is... Because, like, even Luke knows himself. Mm-hmm. Luke knows that because he... He, like, 
left his training because he felt that Han and Leia were in trouble and he left his training before he should so he was like I know myself I can't let myself have access to this or else I'm not going to do the right thing because he thinks the right thing is taking himself out of the picture yeah but he knows he's too impulsive yep to and cares too much about his friends and family to be able to fully take himself out of the picture mm-hmm. it's so good it's very good. Ryan you're a smart boy and I, I hope I hope the episode nine continues being a smart film. Me too. I'm excited but also worried. And I mean we should be getting that episode nine title like any, any day. day. Yeah. Hello? I, should we open up Twitter right now just to see if it got I will laugh announced? so hard if it happened to be announced in that last uh ten seconds then that's not our Hold on, we're just gonna make sure that it hasn't been announced. And nope. All right. At least I would assume the first thing would be the episode, people freaking out about the episode nine title. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. It might be tomorrow, and we'll talk about it next week. So thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Who Talks First. We're glad to be back after this hiatus. hiatus. And we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you have anything that you looked at in the Force Awakens book or even the Last Jedi uh, Conjure Guard mm. book that you yeah. would like to see come to fruition in episode 9 or you just think is interesting, feel free to tweet at us, even though I'm not really on Twitter, at Who Talks First. We might see it eventually. And until next time, I am CT. I'm the other host. I'm Solo. And see you next Friday. Yeah, see you. Bye. Bye.